0: The New York Giants have their new GM. We'll tell you who he is, reactions, and we'll learn more about him coming up on today's Locked on Giants podcast. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello New York Giants fans and welcome to another edition of the Locked on Giants podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Trana. Happy Friday to everybody and folks, we have a new GM that we need to talk about. That's right, the New York Giants announcing on Friday that they have selected Joe Shane, 42 years old, the assistant general manager of the Buffalo Bills, who was the first guy in to interview. The first guy in for the second round of interviews and apparently the first choice of Giants team ownership to be the new GM. So we are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what's next. um, And we're going to just go through everything as usual here on the show. But first, as always... Thank you if you made us your first listen of the day or your first watch of the day. And I also want to send a thank you out to Brian Peacock, who is the co-host of the Locked On 49ers podcast. Now, in case you guys haven't figured it out by now, the reason why I did not get a show ready and out the door um, around midnight like I normally do is because I knew the Giants were going to announce who their GMs was going to be. And in an effort to get the show ready, I was trying to get uh, different co-hosts to come on to talk about uh, Adam Peters, which, you know, Brian Peacock was able to do. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to connect with the Lock on Bills host. But anyway, um, Brian Peacock did come on with me uh, earlier today, despite the fact that he's under the weather and he was kind enough to do a segment with me about Adam Peters and Unfortunately, we're not going to air that segment because Adam Peters was not the choice by the Giants, but I do want to send a shout out to Brian Peacock for taking the time to come out and um, talk to me a little bit about him. So that said, let's get into Joe Shane and the Giants decision. Not really a surprise. I mean, quite honestly, um, you look at the Giants GM search and I got to be honest with you folks. I like what they did with this search. All right. They cast a wide net. There was nobody internal. There was no recycled guys. Um, I don't believe they had any kind of outside consultants like Ernie Accorsi or anybody like that guiding them on the search. And they went with candidates who came from winning programs, the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and so forth. In the end... If you look at the guys that were in contention, it came down to show, to uh, Joe Shane and um, Adam Peters of the 49ers. Those were guys that were assistant GMs. They held assistant GM titles. Those were guys who were instrumental in building their franchises into winners. And so they were a little higher up, um, strong scouting backgrounds, obviously, good communicators, good um, innovators so uh and guys basically who got results for their respective teams so not surprising that that's how the giants kind of went with their thinking not surprising either that they went with joe shane who um basically what i like about joe shane is how he worked himself up the corporate ladder he started out as a ticketing intern for the Carolina Panthers and just basically kept working his way up, earning his keep and not taking anything for granted. I mean, sometimes you see situations where people are handed jobs or maybe they get a job that they're really not qualified for. and You know, you, you can rest assured that Joe Shane, as he has come up through the corporate ladder, he obviously worked for those jobs and earned them. So that's good to see as well. Now, um, a little bit more about Joe Shane and why I like the pick. Um, this is a guy who came to Buffalo f- about five years ago, I think in 2017, with uh, Brandon Bean, who at the time was down in Carolina. And um, since arriving at Buffalo, which as everybody knows, Buffalo, um, not too long ago, Buffalo was a laughingstock. They were constantly, you know, at the bottom of the barrel, um, a team that really nobody gave a second thought to. And in five years, the team of Brandon Bean and Joe Shane and the rest of the front office there turned that club into a powerhouse. All right. Forget about the New England Patriots now. The New England Patriots just seemed to be yesterday's news. The Bills are the team in the AFC East. Right, so the Bills now have made the playoffs in four out of the five seasons that Joe Shane and Brandon Bean have been at the top. There, they have a tremendous young quarterback in uh, Josh Allen, who you know was I think I don't think he was the first quarterback off the board when he was drafted. I think he might have been later in, in in the rounds, but anyway, uh, they turned him into a to a upper echelon quarterback. This is also a team, the Buffalo Bills, who have won the AFC East title two years in a row, 2020 and 2021. Um, They were one win away last year of going to the Super Bowl. And oh, by the way, they're still in the playoff hunt this year. I think they have the Kansas City Chiefs, if I'm not mistaken, this weekend. So this is a team that nobody's laughing at, that people are taking seriously, and which has a strong foundation from ownership right down to the front office, right down to the coaching staff and the players. So now the Giants benefit by getting a piece of that organization in Joe Shane, who um, is young enough at 42 to be around for a number of years, hopefully, and hopefully to turn around the Giants organization. So that's a little bit about Joe Shane coming up. We're gonna dive a little bit deeper into the hiring, what it could potentially mean for a head coach, what it could potentially mean for the roster, and um, just w- how long this might take for him to rebuild the team. So that's all coming up next on the Lockdown Giants podcast right after this. All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's Locked on Giants podcast. But first, let me tell you about this incredible app Everybody who buys gas needs to know about it's called Get Upside. You can get up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time you fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play right now and use our promo code touchdown when you sign up for an account and you'll get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's 50 cents back per gallon cash out anytime you want to your bank account, PayPal or get an e-gift card to Amazon and other brands. Again, that's Get Upside app and that promo code for the 50 cents per gallon off on your first fill up is touchdown. <laughs> All right, giant fans, we have more coming up on today's locked on giants podcast. But first, the NFL playoffs are heating up and bet online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. Check out their new updated desktop and mobile website where you can sign up today for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for this year. Take advantage of your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code on at betonline.ag. All right, Giant fans, you got Patricia Trainer here on the Locked on Giants podcast. And we have a new GM, folks. Yay! Excited. I really am. You know, look, when the season ended, it couldn't end fast enough for me. And I was very much looking forward to the future and hoping that G- the uh, Giants ownership would get things right. Now, we don't, we won't know for a while if they got it right, but on paper it sure does look good and I think you know a lot of people are happy with the decision that was made on Friday for the general manager which by the way um, weigh in I want to hear what you guys and gals think drop a comment below or send me an email locked on giants podcast at gmail.com and let me know what you think about the hiring but anyway let's talk now about the um, just the, what's next the process um the hiring of uh, Joe Shane what it means and and that sort of thing. All right, so the first thing I thought about when I figured that the candidates boiled down to Adam Peters of uh, the 49ers and Joe Shane was okay, what direction might they go in for head coach? And I know that Dan Quinn's been mentioned for the Giants. Brian Flores has been mentioned for the Giants. And those are two defensive-minded uh, head coaches. But I also believe now with Joe Shane, Brian Dable has been, uh, is going to be in the mix. And that's an offensive-minded coach. And what I kind of would like to see the Giants do... Obviously, you know, I'd like to see them get the best available head coach possible, whether he's offensive minded or defensive minded. But in particular, in particular, I think it's important for the Giants to consider stability on offense. All right. So by that, I mean, Daniel Jones, assuming that his neck is not career ending, which there is no indication that that will be, will be the quarterback this year. I definitely think the Giants should bring in competition for him. But at the end of the day, I think Daniel will be the quarterback. So that said, one of the problems with Daniel Jones and the offense in general, since Jones got here, is a lack of consistency. All right. So you can point to the offensive line, which has definitely been a problem. But think about this for a second. How many play callers has Daniel Jones had now? Let's see. He had Pat Shermer, Jason Garrett. Um, He had Freddie Kitchens, all right? So now he's going on his fourth offensive play caller. He's potentially going on his third offensive system. He has had a revolving door of offensive linemen, and his skill position players, if they haven't been hurt, they just haven't been there at all. So it's time to get some consistency, and usually when you have a coach that's from one side of the ball, in this case, let's say offense, the offensive coordinator is going to reflect what that coach wants to run on offense. And you can pretty much count on there being consistency year after year. So that said, I don't know, again, who's at the top of Joe Shane's head coaching list. I can guess at this point, and I will um, (laughs) in the next segment, but I think the Giants need to look more on the offensive side of the ball for their next head coach and I would like to see Brian Dable get a serious look and maybe get the job uh, because a you, you look at what he's done with the with the uh, Bills offense and, and in particular with quarterback Josh Allen and you say look if he could do that with with um, with Josh Allen why can't he do that down here with the Giants All right. Uh, The two of them obviously know each other, meaning, you know, Dable and and Joe Shane. And I just would like to see some consistency on offense. Now, that's not to say that you can't get it on defense, but consider this. If you hire a defensive minded head coach who brings in this, you know, a rock star offensive coordinator and let's say the offense really shines Guess what? You might lose that guy in a year or two. Do you really want to have to start all over again? That's why I'm kind of hoping that the Giants go with an offensive-minded head coach in Brian Dable or or somebody compatible uh, in that regard. And again, it's no disrespect to the defensive-minded head coaches, but that's my thinking. Now let's get back to the whole process here, and one of the questions I get often is, how long do I think it will take for the Giants to turn things around? So, um, here's the thing. I think you have to look at just how badly the team is that they are inheriting. So, when Joe Shane and Brandon Bean took over in 2017, all right, the Bills were coming off a season, uh, 2016 season, in which they went 7-9. The first year, uh, 2017, of that partnership, the bills went 9 and 7, and then in 2018, they fell to 6 and 10, so not quite as good there. But by year three, they started notching double-digit wins, all right? So they went 10 and 6, and then 2020, they were 13 and 3, and this past year, they were 11 and 6. So the point I'm getting at is we've got to be patient, folks, the Giants cap situation, as I have said many times on the show, is a mess. Shane will get it straightened out. I'm, I'm fairly confident of that. Whether he does it, whether he hires somebody, whether he retains Kevin Abrams, they'll get it straightened out. They're going to have to eat a lot of dead money, but they will get it straightened out, and they will bring in guys that will accomplish the objective. Okay, so if you're asking me how long is it going to take, well, you also have to remember that the new GM, Shane, and whoever the new head coach is, they're going to have to undo some of what's already been done. So Dave Gettleman spent four years, for example, redoing the entire scouting process and scouts and all that stuff, got rid of a bunch of longtime scouts. I'm sure Joe Shane is going to want to bring in some of his own guys. Um, Joe Judge brought in a bunch of players that he was familiar with from his days in New England or guys who had ties to Georgia or Alabama, I'm sure whoever the new head coach is going to be, some of those guys may or may not be back on the roster. And plus the new head coach is going to probably want to bring in his guys. So there's going to be a transformation. It's not going to be overnight. So what can we realistically expect from the Giants? Well, right now it's early, obviously, because we still have to go through free agency. We still have to go through the draft. But... If we can see the Giants, you know, similar to what the Buffalo Bills did in their first year with with the duo of uh, Brandon Bean and Joe Shane, go nine and seven, or heck, I would even take eight wins. The bottom line is you want to see a better record than the four wins the Giants posted this year because just you know the Giants went backwards, and I know they were r- really you know wrecked by injuries, but. They were also wrecked by not really having a solid offensive plan in place that took full advantage of what they had. Um, they tweaked some stuff on defense that in the beginning didn't look right. And then there were also, you know, missteps made along the way that I think set the Giants back that I've discussed before on the show. So I would say probably figure at least a couple of years for the new GM Joe Shane, and the new head coach, whoever he might be, to straighten this team out. All right, Giant fans, we still have more to come on today's program. But first, if you're aiming to get fit or eat healthier, make sure you include Bilt Bar in your plan. Bilt Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar but without the calories and without the sugar. Most Bilt Bars contain about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein, making it easy to stick to any diet plan you happen to be on. Head on over to BiltBar.com and use our special promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your first order. Again, that's code locked 15 L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your first order at com. All right, Giant fans, you got Patricia Traynor here on the Locked on Giants podcast. So now we know who the GM is going to be. It's Joe Shane. We're going to find out hopefully in the next week or two who the head coach is going to be. But let's talk about the challenges because, you know, the excitement, you know, now that we know who's who and everything's falling into place, There are still challenges that need to be resolved. And typically, here's where we'll start. You know, the Giants team, as I've mentioned, broken, especially on offense. The offensive line is a complete mess. Um, If you prescribe to the theory that it can take a year for an offensive line to gel, especially if you're going to dip into the draft and a little bit into free agency, The giant offensive line is going to need time to gel, and who knows how good that unit's going to be. I don't know that it's necessarily going to turn around in one year. It can be done. I know the Chiefs did it, but the right moves have to be made. But here's the problem, folks. The right moves might not be able to be made because the Giants don't have a lot of cap uh, cap money to spend. They are going to have to cut, and cut deeply, I think. Now, luckily, the Giants do have a pair of uh, top 10 draft picks. I don't know that they would necessarily spend both on an offensive lineman. But I do think you will see maybe two offensive linemen come from the Giants' first five picks, all of which, by the way, fall in the top 100. So, um, so yeah, the first uh, challenge of the GM, Joe Shane, will be to evaluate the roster, um, decide who they want back, who they don't, who do they want to resign any of the free agents, if so, how much, and again, you've got to clear out cap space. That's going to be task number 1A after you get the head coach in place. So that process will begin right away. And, um, you know, again, the team, all you need to do is see how badly the Giants were broken this past year. Injuries notwithstanding, there's a lot of work to be done. And I think we all just need to be patient with this new regime and hope that they could turn around. So definitely that's one of the big challenges. Now, the other challenge is, is going to be aligning with the head coach, not just in terms of the type of players they want, but maybe in terms of a of the type of program they want to run, in other words, how is the strength and conditioning program going to be run? Um, what kind of defensive system? What kind of offensive system? Who are you thinking for special teams? Any particular uh, emphasis? Maybe you want to spend a little bit more on this position coach as opposed to that one. Um, so there's an, a, any number of of topics that need to be ironed out. And you know, you could sit there and you could say, oh, they'll just go for the best available. But um, look, money should not be an object, especially when it comes to the coaching and the building of the, the core foundation of the uh, of the program. So that's got to be all straight now. Now I'm sure Sh- uh, Shane has a has an idea, but that's got to be put into motion with whoever the new head coach is going to be. All right. So bottom line, folks, I am very excited about the hiring of Joe Shane. My understanding is he will be on a conference call a video conference call with the Giants media early next week I think it's gonna be on Monday I'm not sure yet but that's what I had heard it would be Monday so we'll see what he has to say um, and uh we'll just see you know fasten your seat belts the rides just begun and uh, we'll keep you updated on all things Giants including the head coaching search candidates and much, much more. So that'll do it for us today, folks. Again, let me know what you think about the Joe Shane hiring. You can drop a comment on the, uh, the message boards here underneath this video post. If watching on YouTube, you can email me locked on giants podcast at gmail.com or pop on over to giants country and click on, um, the, the forums link where you can register for a free forum account where things are heating up. We've got a lot of new people over in the forums and we've got some good discussions going over there and I'm over there as well. So those are just, you know, three ways you can get in touch with me if you'd like to. Um, So yeah, that'll do it for this edition. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your football and we'll be back on Monday with much more here on the Lockdown Giants podcast.